Welcome to Jim's Take. I'm your host, Jim Vaughn. And I'm your co-host, Tyler Kennedy. Today we're going to discuss market timing, or should we say how not to time the market. Jim, are you able to see the future? Not yet. I'm working on it. <laughs> uh, and I don't anticipate success. Uh, of course, we don't know the future, and yet we have to make investment choices based on our lack of knowledge. So what is it that we're going to do? So what is market timing, Jim? Tyler, there's two schools of thought on that, and there's two ways to answer it. And it's really a matter of whether you're going to, as an investor, attempt to time the market or whether you're not going to. And a passive investor believes that markets are going to go up over time. It'll go up and down. It'll fluctuate tremendously around a general rising trend line. Passive investors accept that they do not know when markets are going to go up or down, and they accept that this fluctuation will be enormous. 20% a year is normal. 30 and 40% fluctuations occur about every five years. A second way to do that is to be an active investor, to attempt to market time, to attempt to invest before the markets go up, and to get out of the markets and to sell before the markets turn down. Which sounds great, doesn't it? Wouldn't that be wonderful? <laughs> it, it sounds actually a lot harder. Well, of course, those active managers, not only is it hard, and frankly, in our opinion, not doable, we can't do it, and we don't think anybody else can. Because one of the problems is that not only do you have to make the decision to invest at the correct time before markets turn up, you also have to make the decision of when to sell and get out of the markets. And our experience has been that, that folks, investors, do not make both those decisions correctly. Our experience is that they tend to sell when the markets are down and then stay out, uh, having been burned. And that's something to avoid. Passive investor would say, markets are going to go up, markets are going to go down. We're going to stay invested through the downturns. We're going to add capital as we can because we're optimistic that eventually markets will turn up. Sounds quite complicated on both sides. One's more psychological and the other is action. You make a good point. There's an enormous amount of successful investing that is based on investor temperament. A successful investor must be able to handle uh, ambiguity. Uh, there's a lot of gray out there. You never quite know how problems will be solved. A good investor is optimistic that they will be, and in fact, plans that market downturns will occur. We're just going to bring it back a little bit before we get too into the weeds here. So what do active investors use or, I guess, analyze individual stocks, bonds to, I guess, in their view, time the market? In order to time markets, investors might use technical analysis. In addition, active investors will also use fundamental analysis 
which is an analysis of uh, the earnings and the future earnings and, and the new products and the expansion plans and the quality of management. A third group of investors, and frankly, I think this, this is both groups, uh, we use a little bit of both. They use some technical analysis in combination with their fundamental analysis. Do you mind going back and explaining technical analysis for us? Someone who uses technical analysis, Tyler, is attempting to analyze the supply and the demand for the stock, the demand by other investors to purchase it. They look at the past. They look at different pricing points where other investors seem to buy or sell a particular stock. So they look at the chart. And if it looks like there are other buyers at a particular price, well, then a technical investor will say the stock will not move below that. And in fact, they look to the future and to trend lines to determine when it is time to buy or sell a particular investment. The key, though, is that they're looking at the past in order to determine supply or demand for stock, and supply is people selling for the stock in the future. Technical analyst looks at the past in an effort to predict the future. There's a saying in our business, uh, past results don't reflect future results. Isn't that sort of combat the idea of timing the market using technical analysis? It's one of those sayings that the regulators make us repeat ad nauseum. And frankly, the regulators are right on this one. Uh, The past is interesting. I personally like the past. Uh, You've seen from our newsletters that we talk about the past a lot. Uh, Humans are interesting. What we did in the past is interesting. Uh, It does not uh, predict the future. What will the future bring us? We do not know, but we're optimistic that technology will get better, uh, that humans will continue to be human in their emotional responses to investing, uh, and that we'll muddle through whatever our problems are. But we do not think that the past uh, helps us predict the future. That's what technicians rely on. We'll be right back after this. I think that's all we have for technical analysis. I think we're going to switch, or unless you had more to cover on it. I or don't. I don't. Active. Well, just the other, the other component in active is the fundamental analysis, in that a f- someone who does fundamental analysis, an investor who does fundamental analysis, is trying to analyze an industry, trying to analyze government trends trying to analyze economic trends and determine which investment is better than others. Which automobile company, which oil company is going to have better results than others? Uh, This can be an analysis of management. This can be an analysis of economic trends and interest trends. 
uh, interest rate policy, uh, maybe government policy is favorable. Uh, demographics can be favorable or unfavorable to a particular industry. All of that, a fundamental analyst will look at those factors and attempt to pick a particular company that's going to do better than others. Sort of brings us into the next topic of passive, because I, I know you mentioned earlier that passive investors, they don't essentially use technical analysis, but they do use fundamental analysis. And here at Vaughn Co., we are passive investors. So do you want to sort of walk us through our strategy in terms of passive investing? We, we think that in general, businesses are well-run, rationally run, and profit-oriented. What we don't know here is that we don't know which company is going to do the best among an industry group. In fact, we don't know which industry is going to do the best, but we are optimistic that on balance, the economy is going to move forward, that some company is going to excel in their industry. And so therefore, we maintain that we should manage extremely diversified portfolios and invest in all possible trends and also avoid disasters. Our basic premise is that equity investors will succeed over time. We think our clients will prosper over time with this approach and that they will never get killed. They won't make a killing. They're not going to invest in the next Apple under this approach, but they might invest a small portion of Apple. They will participate in the advance of the U.S. and worldwide economy. We're optimistic about the markets going forward. We're optimistic about the economy, not only in this country, but around the world. Economic progress, we think, will continue with some painful steps backwards. But we don't try to pick the winners in that market. We stayed very broadly diversified. So with our approach of passive investing, we're not trying to beat the market like active investors are, but we tolerate some of the downturns in order to participate in full mar- equity market returns. That's, that's the overall thesis, correct? Tyler, nicely summarized. When an investor or a potential client comes in and we talk about our philosophy of passive investing using exchange-traded funds, owning small pieces of thousands of companies, not picking winners and losers. How does it work with new money coming in, downturns, or just overall from when they sign up, hit say yes, they do all their forms and open their accounts? What happens then? We establish an account. We welcome them on board. We are somewhat picky about the clients that we take. We want, we're looking for long-term family-oriented, equity-oriented investors, comfortable or at least accepting of the unknown. The account's established, the investments are made, and then immediately life happens and markets move and the beautifully balanced portfolio that we've set up changes. 
What also happens is clients add new money as it becomes available. Uh, If they need to take distributions, they take money out. Dividends come into the accounts. Uh, In fact, sometimes they pour into the accounts. We'll talk about dividends at another time. As money comes into the account, we invest. And in fact, we intentionally invest in the areas of the accounts that have done less well, uh, might even have gone down. We're trying to buy low. If a client needs money, they want an income flow from the portfolio, then we would sell something. And we would sell from the portions of the portfolio that have done the best. Our goal is to sell high after we buy low. And this use of cash on a regular basis is, our, is the way that we uh, put this in place. As we mentioned earlier, past results don't predict future results, but we are attempting to give, us our, give ourselves and our investors the best chance to sell high and buy low. And we think that over time, our clients and their families will prosper. In closing, we do not believe that we can, or anyone can, successfully time the markets. We believe you should be an active and consistent buyer of great, profit-oriented, rationally run companies to meet your financial goals. And then we think you should teach your children how to do this. We hope you found this podcast informative. If you have any questions, please contact us. Our contact information is in the show details. So thank you for listening. Uh, We appreciate it. Uh, Please follow us and like us and subscribe. And subscribe. Bonin Co. Securities, Inc. Disclaimer. It should not be assumed that your account holdings will correspond directly to any comparative indexes or any of our existing client accounts. Investment in foreign securities have additional risks, including the risk of adverse currency fluctuations. Please remember that different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk, and current and future results may be higher or lower than those shown. Figures shown are past results and are not predictive of results in future periods. Share prices and returns will vary, so investors may lose money. Investing for short periods of time make losses more likely. It should not be assumed that recommendations made in the future will be profitable or will equal past performance. For the Vaughn Dividend Growth Program, performance is based on accounts that was managed for the longest period of time, and results are illustrated from inception. All income, dividends, interest, and other earnings are reinvested. Performance-based fees can only be utilized by individuals who meet the following qualifications. A natural person who or a company that immediately after entering into the contract has at least $1 million under management of the investment advisor or a natural person who or a company that the investment advisor entering into the contract and any person acting on his behalf reasonably believes immediately prior to entering into the contract has a net worth together in the case of a natural person with the assets held jointly with a spouse of more than $2.1 million at the time the contract is entered into. For the Vaughn Equity Asset Allocation Program, performance is based on an account that was among the earliest to use the program. Vaughn & Co. Securities Inc. believes that these results are representative. All income, dividends, interest, and other earnings are reinvested. There may be economic or market conditions that affect performance. Bond & Co. Securities Inc. buys concentrated positions for our portfolios, which may make our performance more volatile than that of broad market indexes, and our performance may diverge from an index, positively or negatively, as a result. Investments are not FDIC-insured, nor are the deposits of or guaranteed by a bank or other entity. Vaughn Asset Allocation Program and Vaughn Dividend Growth Accounts 
results are net of all fees, reflecting trading commissions, maintenance, custody, advisory, and performance fees, if any. It should not be assumed that the recommendation made in the future will be profitable or will equal past performance. Data and information contained in any chart used by Vaughn & Co. Securities, Inc. has been supplied by sources we believe to be reliable, but is not guaranteed. Accounts held at Fidelity Investments are covered by SIPIC.